welcome to today's episode of Haunted America. Tonight we start our journey throughout America in a new state, Washington State. This location has everything you want in a haunted location, from murders to spirits that still make themselves known. So today we discuss the Oxford Saloon. Before we get into the show, if you have any haunted stories you'd like to share with us and have read on the show, email us at hauntedamericapodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support our never-ending quest for answers into the paranormal, think about donating to help us out. Link is in the description below. Any donation is greatly appreciated. Or subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content such as post-investigation mini-podcasts and much more. One last thing. If you are in the New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio region and know any places we could investigate, let us know. Jess himself has over 25 years experience within the paranormal field, and myself being a medium, we are able to give more insight and communication as to the hauntings of these places. We are available upon request, free of charge. Once again, you can contact us by emailing us at hauntedamericapodcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get into the episode. In a quiet town, just north of Seattle, Washington, lies the town watering hole, known as the Oxford Saloon. Not just a place for locals to grab a drink and relax from everyday life, but a paranormal hotspot, loaded with a history of sex and murder. Built in 1900, the building originally opened as the Blackman's Dry Goods Store. Arthur Blackman was originally from Maine, coming from a family of grocers. Like many Americans at that time, he made his move westward. Arthur arrived in 1885, and just a few years later, he opened up his own store. It cost him $5,000 to have the store built. A pretty penny at the time. That's about $150,000 today. Arthur was a staple in the community, serving as the town's postmaster for several years and being elected to the city council in 1915. He was quite proud of his accomplishments with his store, but with everything else going well in his life, he decided it was time to move on and sold the store in 1909. The Oxford Saloon was established in 1910, shortly after opening. The second floor was remodeled to make space for the boarding rooms, though it quickly became a bordello for the town's sex workers. The basement was used to host gambling and card games. The saloon was more than just a place to drink. It was a place to have fun. Maybe a little bit too much fun. When it was remodeled as a saloon, the owners added a vestibule to the entrance with a stairway leading to those several rooms on the second floor. A prominent local businesswoman named Kathleen rented these rooms out as high-class bordello. She did not actually use the hotel to conduct this business, but instead had an office at a local Eagles Lodge just up the road, and that is where she made reservations for her high-class clientele. Now, most bars have the usual fights every now and then, but at the Oxford Saloon, violence quickly became almost a nightly thing, from normal bar fights to shootings and stabbings, you name it, 
and it probably happened more than once here. Let's get into some of these murders and spirits that are in our, that are known to haunt the lo- Jesus, that are known to haunt the saloon. The first murder that we are going to talk about is the murder of a local policeman named Henry. Henry loved to drink and serve his town, so it only made sense to him to help out at the saloon. Usually Henry could break up the fights with ease and help keep the peace, but this night was different. A fight broke out at the top of the stairs leading to the basement, where a lot of the gambling happened. Henry rushed over to break up the fight, but got caught up in more than he could handle. He was stabbed multiple times. Unable to take any more wounds, he collapsed and fell down the stairs, where he would take his last breath. Henry's spirit is still said to be within the walls of the Oxford Saloon. He's often seen in the stairwell, perhaps thinking about what he could have done differently to not meet such a fate that night. His spirit is often seen, well, kind of being weird with female guests. Henry's spirit is often caught sneaking into the ladies' room of the saloon, and women report being pinched by an invisible man. And when Henry's spirit is confronted about this, he quickly disappears. Maybe Henry, when alive, did more than just security at the saloon. Perhaps he also took part in the bordello upstairs, and this is why his spirit today still thinks it's okay to do this to the women here. Remember Kathleen? Yeah, that lady that rented out those rooms to her clientele? Well, some think she was caught up in more than she could handle herself. She was mysteriously found dead on the second floor of the Oxford Saloon. Her body was found decapitated in a bathtub. Nobody knows whether she was murdered or whether she committed suicide and was decapitated afterwards. Catherine's ghost still haunts the upstairs of the Oxford Saloon, though. Her spirit roams the second floor, and she is often seen wearing a purple dress and a bow, wandering about the halls, more than likely reliving moments where she would check in rooms on her ladies and clients. Amelia was one of Kathleen's sex workers who operated on the upper floors of the saloon. She wasn't working by choice, though. She had been forced into sex slavery. Like Kathleen, Amelia was found dead in the Oxford Saloon under mysterious circumstances. Her body was found stuffed in a closet with a broken neck, and it's unknown if her death was a murder or a suicide. Amelia's ghost is known to haunt the saloon, and many guests claim to see the hands of a woman reach out from the walls and grab them. These are believed to be Amelia's hands, and guests claim that while it's a startling experience, they also feel a soothing comfort from her spirit. Several other random spirits are said to haunt the saloon to this day. One of the more notable spirits, though, is said to be that of one of the old owners of the bar, the spirit of Nels Peterson. He is often seen wandering the second floor, wearing what seems to be a bowler's hat. Nels owned and managed the saloon from 1923 to 1938. It's rumored that he sold the bar to get away from the three murders that we just talked about, which all happened under his ownership. Nels was also known to be a big cigar connoisseur, and guests often report the smell of cigar smoke when his spirit is near. He also likes to photobomb patrons' photos. These pictures usually come out blurred and often have warped-looking edges. Now here, I got some quotes from the current owner himself. 
just in case you thought we were making these stories up. He has said, I did not believe in ghosts before I purchased the bar, but people were talking about this being haunted and I definitely dismissed it right away. After being here for as long as I have, I feel the building itself has an energy to it. It's an old wooden building, so it's got a lot of movements and a lot of creaks, but overall, there's always a feeling that you're never alone in this place whatsoever. Today, the saloon is known as one of the best in the area, known for their tasty dishes like the Oxford Burger. Locals flock to the bar to drown away life's stress. It's up to you to decide if this place truly is haunted by the spirits of people who were murdered here. One thing is very clear to us, though, and that's that the Oxford Saloon deserves a spot in... Haunted America. Haunted America.